Well, welcome to this week's Alaska Tracy podcast episode. I am thrilled that you're here. And we have a really special guest today, Dawn Penzak. I really appreciate her being here. And a little intro on Dawn. As a former stressed out teacher, Dawn left the classroom to figure out how to heal after burnout and a few mysterious illnesses. Finding EFT tapping was the catalyst for her healing. And after finding health and peace again, Dawn became trained and certified and is on a mission to bring EFT to as many people as possible. Dawn is passionate about helping people find alternative ways to stay healthier and happier. In her spare time, Dawn loves reading chai lattes and spending time with her family. When it's not muddy or icy, Dawn can be found exploring new trails with her horse, Chinook, or enjoying time outside. I appreciate Dawn saying yes to being on this interview. Let's welcome Dawn. Well, hello there. I'm Tracy Resch Williams, business coach and consultant for Alaska Tracy. Businesses work with me that are seeking calmness, clarity, and prosperity. Using my vision mapping framework, I guide them on their journey to success. On this podcast, you can enjoy hearing inspirational stories of success, as well as business tips and tools that you can actually use. So thanks for joining in. And oh, please remember, click the subscribe button, invite your friends, and leave a comment. Thank you. Hello, Dawn, and welcome to the show today. Hi, thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, thank you so much for being here. Dawn is a fellow tribe member. We, I'm always giving tribe a plug. We took this course called Tribe Together and have grown membership sites through there. I've, I've seen yours and it's really growing. What is the name of your membership site, by the way? So I actually have two right now. One is for EFT practitioners, mm-hmm. and then the other one is the Holistic Sisterhood Community. So nice. that's kind of a newer one. Yeah. Oh, good. And for all of you listening to this episode on the podcast, I will place all of Dawn's information and all of the ways that you can connect with her on her groups and her website in the show notes. So tell the listeners, Dawn, a little bit about your backstory and how you got into being an EFT practitioner. Okay. Yeah. So I went to college and I actually graduated with a finance degree, knowing in the first year that I was never going to work at work a corporate job. I just knew, but it was like the track I was on. And, and at that time I couldn't really get off the track onto another track. So when I finished my bachelor's in finance, I went to Penn State, I joined the New York City Teaching Fellows Program. So basically the deal was if I worked in one of the hardest schools in New York City as a teacher, they would subsidize my master's to the point where, I mean, I paid just a teeny tiny bit of my master's degree. So I was like, okay, sure, why not? I actually ended up loving that job. It was one of my favorite jobs in the entire world. It was super hard, but I was so young and I thought I was going to change the world. And I just, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So then where was the school at? It was at 103rd street in Manhattan. It's like the Upper West Side. 
it was kind of like halfway between like the one and the, the BC train, whatever that was. And the school was in a really nice area. I could walk there from my apartment. It was easy for me to hop on the subway and go to classes at night. So it was a really great location, but really the staff was amazing. I've never worked somewhere where there was such cohesion and collective resilience between the principal and the teachers, which was really, really amazing. Why Um, was it the hardest school? There were a lot of challenges with our student population. So there was a lot of homelessness, teen pregnancy with like sixth graders, you know, really young children. There was a lot of like a couple of our students one year were actually in like the national newspaper with um, child, just really, really like horrific stuff that a lot of our students were going through behavior problems. We had more suspensions and expulsions in a year than we had students. So it was only like 250 students, but the violence was really bad. Drugs, fights. We actually had to train our classes what to do if there was a fight. So everybody would, you know, stand on the outside. We'd clear the desk. We'd make sure nobody could get hurt. You know, who was it? It was really scary. And also the lack of resources within the classroom, you know, lack of textbooks, lack of paper, pencils, you know, the really, really basic stuff. We just didn't, we didn't have the, the luxury of having a lot of even what we needed to teach. However, there was a tremendous amount of opportunity teaching there with outside people from the community who would come in and share with our students, like, how do you write a check? What is a debit card? What's a credit card? You know, I, I loved bringing in outside people to the, you know, to the school to, you know, share and help students with really basic life skills. I ended up teaching math and science because my background was in finance. So I ended up teaching math and science to middle schoolers and I absolutely loved it. Then after I got my master's and um, I I stayed another year and taught, but I'm just not a city girl. So living in the city was really, really hard. Um, And one of the hardest decisions in my life was to leave that school because I absolutely loved it. So I moved out to New Jersey. I taught for seven years and I ended up getting incredibly burnt out. I didn't know it at the time because I had always had decent health. I never struggled with a lot of, you know, I never got the flu. I never got the, I, I never got all these things that would be like a sign that I'm, my body's holding on to stress and my body felt good. I, I felt good. And then in 2012, my daughter was born two months prematurely and she's eight now. And, you know, I, one Friday I'm there grading papers Monday morning, she's, you know, we're in the hospital and she's, she's coming, you know, she's here. So that was a really hard year. And when I ended up going back to school in the fall, I was just incredibly sick. I had all of these crazy, sometimes I had all of these weird physical things nobody could figure out. So I ended up leaving teaching, not because I wanted to, but because I had to, like, I had to figure out how to heal myself. Uh I had been to tons of doctors and I had done everything I was supposed to in terms of the testing and the medicines and, you know, all of these things and nothing was, was working at all. So I just self-diagnosed, okay, I'm basically like burning out. I need to figure this out. So that started my whole journey. And I ended up, was really fortunate to get a remote position doing curriculum development, which was wonderful. It allowed me the space I needed to heal I didn't have a lot of outside stress. So in that position, I had, there was a lot of, there was a lot of time for me to really focus on healing. And that's when I found EFT. And what does EFT stand for? 
a lot of people don't know that. Yes, yes, very good question. It stands for emotional freedom techniques. And it's also called tapping. Yeah, so tapping is really a very, it's kind of like the mainstream term, the, the term that many people may have heard. And when I found, you know, it's kind of funny how things work, right? It's like when you really, really need something, it just kind of falls into your lap, you know, or it just kind of like appears out of nowhere. And one day I was listening to a podcast and the guest was actually an EFT practitioner. And I was like, hmm, and it was a business podcast because I had kind of thought in my head at the time, like, you know, I think it would really be awesome to start a business, you know, and I had thought, um, actually I was going to do like a preschool for a preschool where kids basically were outside, like the wild schooling type thing. That was kind of my like idea at the time. And I was listening to a business podcast and all of a sudden they started talking about EFT. And then she walked us through like this demonstration. And I'm like, what is this? This is really cool. And then after that podcast, I started seeing EFT everywhere. It was like in every single place I looked, it was like, there's EFT, there's tapping, there's emotional freedom techniques. So I decided I'm going to try this. And I'm not even kidding you, in no time at all, my health was completely better. My symptoms were dizziness, fatigue, just like a foggy brain. And in no time at all was like completely better. And, you know, my daughter was 18 months at the time. It was so hard to have any energy to keep up with her and then, you know, have a day job. So I was like, wait, I'm actually feeling good. Like I, I feel fine. So then after I had that experience with EFT, I thought, you know what, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to learn. This is what I want to study. And I'm really excited to share, you know, this with other people, people who never in a million years would think that they had the power to take their own health back. And honestly, if I, I had so many doctors tell me wild things. I mean, you have Lyme's disease a week later. Oh, no, you don't. You have leukemia a couple of days later. Oh, no, you don't. Like I had so many things thrown around because nobody knew where it was stress. I told Dawn before the interview, if she saw my mouth open wide, it was because a miracle was happening and she was like exactly the person that... I needed to hear today. I hope all of you do too. And the reason, Dawn, my mouth is open wide right now is I've had heart palpitation. I went to the ER in March. I've had a heart monitor. I've had every test known to mankind and they can't find anything. And I have these crazy symptoms right now. My chest is tight. And when I was looking at all your information and tapping and EFT came up, about a month ago, and I did like one session on a podcast, like you said, I am a very spiritual person. I do a lot of meditation and I'm really open to mind over matter and everything. And so even this morning, because I have a doctor's call this afternoon again to go over another test that shows I'm fine, I was like, oh my gosh, Dawn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, no coincidences, right? I mean, there's no. no. Mm -hmm. So, what did you do? You started learning to become a practitioner. What What did that look like? And were there challenges? Were there struggles going through that? Yes, there absolutely were. I started an online program. It was called 
was onlineeftcertification.com. It just kind of like popped up as a Google ad or a Facebook ad or something. So I started going through that program and I started working with a lot of people. So like my personalities, I jump into things probably way, way too quickly. I do not do my research or do, and you know, I'm just like, okay. So once I had the green light to start working with, with other people, I just saw, I was seeing these miracles right before my eyes, like on a regular basis. And I just got so hooked on sharing, you know, and for a while I started right as I was finishing up the certification process, I, the VA approved EFT as a form of treatment for veterans with post-traumatic stress. And then I started working with more and more veterans and it was just amazing to see the studying, the learning part, the actual certification process was not hard. You know, it was, I was super committed at the time. I was like full-time. I didn't have any other responsibilities when I went through the training. So I had my 40 hour work week or whatever. I could really spend a lot of time on the, the training part. But even if you have a full-time job and a family and things like that, it's so doable to actually finish the coursework and go and become certified. And then it was hard at first because I didn't have a lot of background experience. It was hard to get my business off the ground because I was doing all the things that you really don't have to do right away, like focusing on, you know, getting your website perfect, you know, all that stuff. I didn't really know what I didn't know. And once I started working with people, I was just so hooked. And sometimes I'm like, I pinch myself thinking, I can't believe I get to do this. And this is my career. How long ago was that when you started and, and what is the name of your business? So I started, I got certified in June of 2017. So it's been three years and the name of my business is Dawn Pensack Coaching, but I have the EFT side and now I have a program working with a group. I have a membership for EFT practitioners to help them with kind of all the stuff that I didn't know at the time, the business stuff but also like helping them hone their skills and things like that. And then I have the other program that I, I have a couple little programs in that, but the big picture is really the EFT part. And that's my business is Dawn Pensat Coaching. So when you started in 2017, because I think a lot of people think there's this easy, like even though you knew you were on the right path, but I think a lot of people think people just make money like that. What was the process? Because I looked at your membership and I think you have quite a few members in your membership, right? Yeah. The, the EFT membership has about 85. Okay. 85 members. Yeah. So tell us about the process of growing the business and some of the struggles and challenges like it didn't happen overnight, right? Even though people were coming to you and if you can just share a little bit about the journey of the business and how accountability has really helped in all areas of your life. Mm -hmm. So the business, I mean, it was a, such a struggle at first, like especially that first year, you know, the first two years was really, really hard. And actually what I did was, and like get super creative with your business because, and I knew I had a lot of knowledge and a lot of expertise and I was just always creating things and I had worked with so many people and I was like, you know what? 
I don't have an audience. Like when I decided I wanted to really scale my time and be able to help more and more people, I didn't have an audience and I didn't have an audience of other EFT practitioners. You know what I mean? Like I knew from being in the community of other EFT practitioners that so many, so many kind of get certified and then they're stuck because they don't know the business side that they just move on to other careers. They, they don't put their certification to good use. And I was like, that's horrible. That's so horrible. And it's so sad, you know? So I actually connected with my EFT trainer and I was like, listen, these are the skills that I have. These are the ideas that I have. Can we collaborate and build a membership like to serve your people? And she was like, yes. <laughs> she was like, oh absolutely. And so, with your finance background? <laughs> so that's what we did. We ended up collaborating. We built the membership over a period of maybe like four, four months or so. And then we launched it to her audience. And it was really, really awesome. If you're a business owner and you have all these awesome skills and ideas, you don't have to wait and wait and wait. You can connect with others and you can get your ideas out there and you can really make a huge difference with where you are and what you have, you know, today. Um, so that's what I, that's what I did with that membership. And then, so when I joined Tribe in 2019 and really started, like our membership was already going at that time. We had about 50 members, but I thought, I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. Cause I, I just, we just like put this thing together. So when I joined Tribe and I saw all these ways that we could really make this membership better and really focus on helping the members get results, I started working with quite a few different accountability groups. So it took a while for, for me to figure out, like it took a while to find that really awesome accountability group where we, like we, where we really, really get results. And I can talk about a little bit more about how we structure it in a minute, but it took a little while for me to get that, to find that accountability group. And I love working on teams. Like I've always loved working with other people. And one of the hard parts about entrepreneurship for me was it got, got really lonely really fast. I am kind of the visionary type. I love the ideas and I love, you know, but for me to get, I get so lost in the details that when I don't have the step one, step two, step three, you know, when I'm ready for that, I just get really overwhelmed really fast. So once we found the accountability group, and like I said, it definitely took time. We kind of all fell into certain roles. You know, I think there's seven, seven of us in there. We all kind of fell into certain roles and we talked about the importance of having like the cheerleaders where sometimes some of us need that yeah, 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 you know, but other times we need to be coached and we need to be open and we need to be coachable. You know, sometimes not everyone is coachable. And then it's like, you see that they're stuck. They're not moving forward for so long, but it's so frustrating. So we really make sure that like, we're always coming from a place of like, we want, we want you to move forward. So coaching is not like, then there's nothing personal. There's nothing personal. So we, we have the coaching component, the, the mentorship you know, component. We have the accountability component where we do keep each other accountable. So we don't have like a checklist for the week where you know, we said we're going to post on Facebook four times. And do we do that? We don't have that. But what we do have is 
like we have a weekly meeting. So every Friday we meet for about two hours as a group, but every day we are back and forth in Voxer with the little stuff. You know, we're back and forth all day with, um, Hey, what do you think guys think about this? What do you think about this? Um, I had this idea. Should I wait? Should I do it? You know, um, when like some of us were launching around the time COVID-19 happened. So it's like all day, you know, do you think I should launch? Do you not think like, should I postpone? Should I, you know, so we're always going back and forth with the big decisions, but our Friday two hour coaching call is really like, what is the thing that you're working on? And then we're really, we're, I think we're really pretty hard on each other in making sure that we're all moving forward all the time. And again, like nothing personal. I think that I've been in some accountability groups where people were too scared to be vulnerable. They weren't open. They weren't really honest or they were like withholding a lot of information so that they, they looked like if somebody's reputation was really high, you know, and then they're in a group with people at different stages and there's not really that trust there, you know? So it's like, we all agreed at first, you know, we can't hold back with each other. Like we need to be open. We need to be willing to get coached by each other, even if it's not comfortable. And then that's how, you know, we're, we're all going to grow. And it's been really awesome this past year of being together in our group to see that the massive progress that we've all made. So the, the accountability component is so helpful in, um, in doing anything with your business. For staying on course when the, you know, what hits the fan, right? I mean, yeah. when you want to bolt, when fear just takes over and those people are there to say, Hmm, really? What about what you said last week about, right? I mean, it just, they've got, yeah. yeah very instrumental. Yeah. We always say, because at the, at the beginning, you know, we were all just finishing up tribe. We didn't have big businesses. We didn't have big memberships or, you know, things like that. And so we were really like kind of just starting and we would always say, I think there's that saying that you confidence is, is a joke, right? You know, fear is like having no fear. It's never going to happen. So we always talked about the courage component and it was like, all we need is 20 seconds of courage. Like that's it. 20 seconds of courage to do the live, to make the offer, to do whatever. And we would always say, you know, and we still say like, I'm, I'll loan you my 20 seconds today. You know, if you're in a, in a big situation, you're in a, a big launch or whatever it is. It's like, we, we kind of give each other that 20 seconds of courage and we're always supporting each oh. other in different ways. So we all have very different strengths. We are very different businesses, but we still find ways to collaborate, to make connections, make introductions, you know? And it's like, I honestly don't even know how I would survive without, you know, without this group at this point. I was just going to say yeah. that. How would you serve? They're almost like silent partners in your business. Yes. Right. Yeah. That keep you moving forward. I was looking at your website and you have a lot of offerings on there as well as the membership, right? You have, it looks like you have a, a lot to offer. Is that correct? Yes. So I, I'm in, I do a lot of different things. So I still have one foot in the education field. So I do a lot of consulting and um, teacher training, things like that. I still do one-to-one -one sessions. I have the new membership, the Holistic Sisterhood Community, which, which actually has, I have three partners 
who support and run the program with me. Um, somebody does Reiki, there's another EFT practitioner, and then there's somebody who does holistic offerings, which is like really, really cool stuff. So I have that community. And I also, I'm a resilience building leadership coach. So I do that. I'm working on a couple different programs, like with that jobs, there's just so much, but I love it. I thrive in that chaos and that just start. I love starting things. I love building the foundation for things and really like putting things into place for them to, to grow. So yeah, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot in there, there that there I, is a, it's, it's a lot. And I'll put uh, Dawn's information in the show notes so you can get a hold of her. The problem with me doing these interviews is I want to join everybody's, everyone that I interview. I'm like, Oh, I want to join. I want to work with you. It's funny. So how would you describe success in your life today? What's your definition of success? So I've been really, really thinking a lot about this, especially since the quarantine happened and being home with, with two young kids and still trying to work. And I think for me, success is really being in alignment as much as possible. So like tapping into how I feel and, and maintaining that happiness, you know, no matter what the situation is, just being really present with where my life is right now. And also freedom. It's so important for me to have that, that aspect of my life where I can spend the day swimming with my kids or hanging out with my kids or taking care of, you know, my horse is coming off of an injury this week. So like, I don't have to drop everything and re reschedule my life or take a personal day. You know, it's really important for me to have that freedom to be able to do what I love and helping people with emotional wellness and stress management, but also living a life that's true to who I am. And at this point in my life, the, my biggest love is being with my kids and seeing them, you know, seeing them grow up and, and spending time as a family. Oh, that's wonderful. Not one per, well, no, not one person I've interviewed has said money in there when I've asked that question about success. Not one person. It's so much richer than that, <laughs> if you will. Yes. You know? yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, the money part is, I mean, money is just a tool. You know, it's a tool for living a life that, being able to live the life that you want to live. And I'm just so grateful, you know, I, and that's another, like, I try to spend as much time in my life in that gratitude and that appreciation because it's amazing, especially with the membership, you know, the amount of people we're able to help and the, but we're not trading our time for money. Right. You know, we're really able to make that impact in, in such a different way, which has been really awesome. Right. Oh. It's been so wonderful to talk to you and to hear your growth and your success. And, and I just thank you for joining me and, and the community today. Thank, thank you so much, Tracy. It's been, it's been a pleasure chatting. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening in to this episode today. And again, you can uh, catch the show notes on where you can connect with Dawn. So thank you and have a wonderful day. And remember, hit the subscribe button and share with your friends. Thank you.